<laughs> anyway, anyway, walk on. What's happening right now? I just want to say I've got a new hairstyle, guys. Oh, yeah? Do you yeah, like it? What is it? I've got faux locks. Locks, is it? I love it. I told you I want to lock my hair in five years' time. Oh, you did, actually? Yeah, I'm really serious, but yeah, I wasn't sure about this. But anyway. I thought you wanted to lock it sooner. Um, My mum said that I'm not allowed to lock my hair until I'm 40. Okay. So that's what she said to me. I don't know. That's what she said. She, uh, I don't know. She also said I can't lock my hair until I'm married. I don't know. So why? You have to ask her. She said something about like she's like I don't think you should lock your hair until you're married. I don't know if it's like aesthetics or like an old wise, an old wise tale. I don't know. She wants but to get married lot, and then she wants to lock it. But those are locks. Lock it. Lock it. Lock it. Lock it. Lock it. Yeah. Faux locks. Okay. Not, these not, are not like permanent locks. These are faux locks. This is just right. crochet. Okay. But I want to actually lock my hair. Why? I've always wanted to lock my hair yeah, since I was like 18. Is it is it more difficult to do it when it's got with real locks or what's what's the difference? The, the, I can just buy this in the shop. Lindsay really out here got me exposing myself. I can just order this from anywhere. Yeah. And if I lock my own hair, it's more of a, a, it's more a, of a commitment. permanent commitment. Yeah, it's more of a commitment. And you want that more permanent commitment? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm not, I've wanted locks for ages, to be honest. I was just saying to Steph, actually, like, anyway, whatever, that's not important. The, what's important is, lovely listeners, I don't know if you've noticed that Angela and Lyndon have what you might call a healthy competition when it comes to basically anything. No, let's, uh, let's rephrase that. Lyndon tries to bully me, and at one point I said, I shan't be bullied. Shan't. Do, do, but does he know who I am? <sighs> Speak to me very nicely, and know that I know exactly what I'm talking about. And today we shall see. So I have decided to spring on them a little bit of a short London pop quiz. Just to remind you, we have had a geography quiz before, a world geography quiz, where um, my friend oh, here, Angela, thought she was going to beat me. Don't live in the celebration. But, it was about but, but six months ago. I beat her um, quite considerably. Okay. Mm. And now she's trying to try and quite match Actually, me the again. The message that he sent was, you know what? You were a... Um, not worthy adversary, but pretty much. And then whatever, I'm doing the quiz. And I, and I did really well, and I've done better than other people. How can you guys Still be lost. competitive? We haven't even started the quiz yet. Yeah, let's go. All right, are you ready? So basically, I think I can answer, I can ask all the questions, you can write them down, or you can answer one by one. One by or one. Or do hands up, or do buzzer sound. What do you want to do? You can do whatever. I need to know so I know who to say, you, you. Wait, hold on. How are we going to do that, though? So See, the competitiveness is coming out already. Okay, so... I just need to understand I'm how... I'm going to ask the question. Like, you know what? You, just you, do, can, you can do either you write do down the answer. Uh, Angela, where's your phone? Okay, so you know what? I don't want to write down the answer. So how are we going to... Okay, how... I want to say... Okay. Is that okay? It's... <laughs> <laughs> Let's start the quiz. Okay. All right, so question number one. Big Ben is not actually the large clock's name. What is its name? The clock's name. What? I want to read, I'm only going to read the question twice. I'm not adding anything else. Big Ben is not actually the large clock's name. What is its name? Oh, look at this. Nobody seems to know the answer. Albert. <laughs> Uh, Albert is incorrect. Uh, Big Ben is the name of the actual bell, but I, um, yeah, I, we know that. But she I don't know what that. it is. I don't know don't what it is. Try to confuse people with your with your word hurricane. <laughs> you're not going to repeat what she said to you and show that you're cleverer, right? So the answer is the clock tower. 
Big Ben is the name of the bell within the tower.、Mm-hmm. So everybody got no poids.、Mm-hmm. Question number two. Which is the only London underground station that has all these interchanges? Victoria Line, Northern Line, Piccadilly Line. I know what、bang. it is. I know what it is. No. Okay, you said bank. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, Victoria Line. Bang. Do you she, know did she say bank? No, 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 she spoke. She spoke. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. I'm so sorry. No, Fabrice, do I get to speak? Do I get to speak? Do I get to speak? Is it King's Cross? It's King's Cross. No, but if you have the answer, you say the answer. You don't say, I know what it is. Because that's not also the answer. So if you have the answer, King's Cross, right? Okay, but you were chatting a lot before that. One nil. I don't hear that. I just want to say, I think for the future, you should let me finish the question. Yeah, but you already started talking. That's why I said something. No, I wasn't. I was going to raise it. I'm going to finish the question and say, I'm finished. Okay? Question number three.、Okay. How many miles does the M25 cover? 99, 111, or 122? The question is finished. 111. 111. Lyndon? Are you counting all the miles? Where have you got to? <laughs> Do you even know where it goes? The M25、mm. that encircles Stay London. Stay focused.、Mm. Stay focused.、Uh, do you know? It encircles fo- London. <laughs> yeah. It's also called the what? <laughs> Just answer the question. Why are you taking. I don't, I don't know. 111 as well. Ah, you cheat. <laughs> Uh, the answer is 122 miles. <laughs> that was not even an option. Everybody stay focused. Question number four Which London park is home to the Japanese gardens? St. James. Incorrect. Holland <gasps> Park. Oh no. Oh no. But these are all touristy stuff. Tell me where to get the best roti and I am not a let tourist. Me, let me ask you a you question. Are. are you answering the questions? I'm not asking the questions. Yeah, you are, ask question the question. number five. You, is, so, is someone keeping score? But this is not. This is this not. It's 2 0. Hello. Okay, okay. All right. Okay. Stay focused. Go ahead. Go ahead. Question number five. Where in London was Sherlock Holmes said to live? Baker Street. Baker Street.、Mm-hmm. Question number six. What is located at 85? Um, um, sorry, what is located at 85 Albert Embankment, Vauxhall? The question is finished. <gasps> the MI5 buildings? But the, it's, it's the secret、MI6、agent one. MI6 building. I know what the building looks like and I know it's there. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to give you half a point because you said MI5 buildings, but it's actually the M- MI6 building. Yeah, but so? You didn't even know it was that. I did know it was that. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, such a hater. Do you think I, you think I felt like you knew the answer? Don't talk to the other participant. <laughs> She doesn't want to be talked to. What's the score? Three, one.、Mm-hmm. Four. Four. Yeah, four, four to half. Okay. Four to half. Question、yeah. number, where am I in? Seven. I just want to ask all the Londoners. Do you all know these? But, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Question number seven. What? Okay. Put your hands up. Yeah. What is the busiest London underground station? The question is finished. Lyndon was first. Waterloo. Correct. Angela? No, but what, what, what do you want from me well, now? Well, you don't want to write that on your phone, so I'm going、okay. to tell you. Okay, question number eight. The Millennium Dome is 365 meters in diameter and 52 meters high in the middle. How many supporting poles does it have? You know what? I'm going to say the closest answer, it will get the point. I ain't got a clue. Come on, mathematics. 365 in diameter and 52 meters high in the middle. How many supporting poles does it have? Really? I don't know, 350.、Oh. Absolutely incorrect. Angela? 12. That's what you get. <laughs> Did you see? Take your time. Breathe. 
and answer the question. 12. I don't know how you got that right. Because I'm a Londoner. I don't have to be stressed by Birminghamites. <laughs> Next question. Question number eight. What is illegal to do in the House of Parliament? The question is finished. What is illegal to do in the Houses of Parliament? I'm going to give you guys a countdown. It's something to do with the guards? No. Mm, I don't know. Angela? I don't know. Have a guess. You might as well. Oh, they do everything there. They act like white people. Uh, have a guess. The Houses of Parliament? Yeah. What is illegal to do? Mm. It's illegal to die in the Houses of Parliament. Wow. Question number nine. Two more questions. Illegal what to die? Stupid. What is the only fully independent market in London? Spitalfields. Mm, sadly, no. No. Lyndon? Uh, Borough? Yep. Question. Is that, is that, was that educated guess or was that because <laughs> you, knew, you knew all of that in your head? Oh, guys. Question number 10. Uh, last and final question. What is the skyscraper at 30 St. Mary Axe better known as? The Gherkin. You know what, Angela? I'm going to let her And that yeah, yeah. is what... Okay, can I also say, so we've closed. You've won. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> Do you want me to give you some more time to celebrate? Well, I won. You won. Okay. So, <laughs> I just want to say... Don't cast the question. I just want to say... No, but I have to. No, 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 you don't. I, you put on the lovely quiz. Really entertaining, riveting, everything. <laughs> but what, <laughs> what I want to say is... London is out there. Please comment below. If you were giving a quiz about London, would you have asked about these these questions? These are very these are very they are London questions. Let me ask these you. These are question. London based questions. The Waterloo question was A star. <laughs> but <laughs> my hand didn't go up fast now. But, <laughs> but what I want to say is this, yeah. Real London is, yeah. All of this stuff is neither here nor there. Let me tell everybody. We know London. Let me tell everybody. All right, everybody. so let me just no, say no, no, something. No, let me I say w- something. Let me say something, right? No, you had your celebration. So you she's, talking to Londoners. she's talking to Londoners she's like, a- I'm, not invo- I'm not involved because I've been, I've been here for 15 <laughs> years, right? I've been here 15 years. And I have taken the time to learn your city <laughs> and I've learned it better than her who was born here. Okay. All right, friend. And I. That's know, all that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Know where Roehampton was and what it had inside. Of there. I do know where Roehampton is. We're not going to talk about Roehampton today. <laughs> I'm going to tell everybody. I'm not going to have anybody cussing my questions because guess what? I'm not a Londoner, and I'm very happy not to be a Londoner. Mm-hmm. So, do you know what? Let me let me be let me be a um, fair. Let me be fair. Let me be fair. Yeah, and let me be um, a fair non-winner. Okay, a, a loser, a good non-winner, <laughs> a good loser. I'm not losing Jesus' name. <laughs> Don't know about you, but I'm not a winner, a loser in Jesus' name. I absolutely accept that I lost mm. the quiz about London, sponsored by non-Londoners. Yeah, this is that is That's I a mean, lot of a lot yeah. of shade. I mean, throw in there. And maybe I was out of my depth. She's really trying and it's not no, working. It's not or, trying. It's it not doesn't trying. matter what you it's bring to me, no. right? I will always win. No, oh, you will not always win. Do you know who Jesus who wins? I've, I've, I've proven it. I've beaten you twice. Angela, we all know that Jesus wins. We all and you were born yeah. in London. And he has the final say. And that's all I want to hear the final say from Jesus. Are you Jesus? No. <laughs> so, thank you all guys for coming to Jesus, our quiz. I know Londoner. I know the But Londoners, I know you and you know me. <laughs> 
that's all that matters. Londoners, Thank you. Londoners, don't don't let her split us up. I'm I may be from uh, Birmingham. Are you a Londoner? I may be from Birmingham. I may be from Welcome. Birmingham. I may be from Birmingham, but I've lived in London for 15 years. So are you I know this city. Are you a Londoner? I know this city. Can I ask a question? I've lived here all my can life. I, can I ask a question? At what point does somebody who's moved to London become a Londoner? Because no. ha- because half one of, that doesn't act half, London every single point that they any opportunity that you have. Londoners, Londoners think that it's only London <laughs> in the whole of the UK. London think they're better than people from Birmingham. What do you call yourself, Birminghamites? <laughs> Brummies. Nobody's ever. I think that's very derogatory. Brummies. I think that's a derogatory. I think I think Birmingham Mites is the nicer. <laughs> um, and so <laughs> that's all I have to say today. I'm in a very good mood, so I'm gonna let it go. Listen, but I'm more go, London than oh, you are. No, what are you talking about? Meanwhile, I don't want to be. Don't from let London. your don't let your non-Londoner friends tell you how London you are. That's like yeah, but wh- why? Like, but why is he? Why is he not? A, why is he a non-Londoner? He's lived here for 15 years. So then, so. If I move yeah. to Birmingham, yeah. am I am, am I a Birmingham? If you're there for fifteen years, why not? Yeah, well, one of us I'm gonna move now, so one of us old as you, I can do a Birmingham thing. And... <laughs> it's four years it's four years between us. Just uh, like... My friend my friend's mum my my friend's mum was born in Jamaica, then moved to London and then moved mm. to Birmingham. I think now she'd see herself as a Brummie. She's been there long enough. I've been in London for long enough. Do you know who I wanna call Respect me? No, 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 I don't wanna talk to you. Do you know who I wanna <laughs> do you know? Do you know who I want to congratulate? Congratulate like me. Lyndon's parents, I think he did a very good job in making him studious Amen. and making him want to aim higher. Amen. This is no accolades actually go to you. <laughs> they, go the to God, that... they go to God and your parents. Oh, because they, they, they taught me about London. Because so I I my watch. parents taught what's me about London. Dad, what's his dad's name? I don't remember. It's Auntie Grace. Auntie and Grace and... Stephanie, what's your father-in-law called? And Quick. Mr. Grant. Mr. Grant. Yeah. Oh, Uncle Neil. Leroy. Leroy. Um, Auntie Grace and, and, <laughs> and Uncle Leroy, you did an amazing job. This is your um, accolade. This is your award. Enjoy it. This has nothing to do with Lyndon himself. He, you're just a vessel. Because, because the facts are not in my brain. Okay. okay. And that's all. Ladies and gentlemen, that is, uh, this is what happens when no Did one else that is tirade watching. Did you hear tirade of a loser? That's all I How have to say to tirade of a loser. It's not, I'm not a loser. I'm a non-winner. Did you not hear me? <laughs> that's a- also a loser. <laughs> I'm a non-loser. How about okay, that? Okay, no, that's And I, I'm a question I... asker. And to be honest, I am um, very proud of myself. And I don't want to get involved in the, the nonsense that these two go through. I'm also not a Londoner. And I'm very happy not to be one. I'm, I'm okay with it, actually. I will cast myself a Northerner for the rest of my life. I'm all right with it. Do you know what it is? I, like, listen, I was, I was born and bred in Birmingham, right? That's fine. I'm proud of that. Now he wants to claim you guys. Look at that. Don't don't don't, don't do that. Back. Don't do that. Don't have him back. He's been side man all day. Don't under, say that. Gotta understand, boys. right? London as a city, half of the people that live in the city were not born in That's the true. city or okay. in the country. So respect us. <laughs> okay thank you and that's mean? all we have for today because you're born I've got respect tune in respect next you. time you don't even know where you the live the time that I bring a, a what I don't know where I don't know where you live or what you don't know where you live you don't know where you live you don't know the country you live in thanks, thanks for watching tune in next time take care for, for another quiz where I beat her again no you're not going to beat anybody let's go bible next time no. let's try that we're not doing that I don't Why want not? anyone to be embarrassed what? <laughs> I don't want anyone to be embarrassed it won't be me we're not doing a Bible quiz. Why not? I, I don't think it's a good idea. I will, I will never cry. <laughs> I will always be glad. Even though she Thanks. loses. I'm not losing. I, didn't just, I just came second. Uh, 
and that's that. In a two-horse race. Leave yeah. <laughs> <Be> lane. <laughs> All right, what are we talking about today? So today we're talking about black-owned art. Are you all right? Oh, I'm sorry. Spoil, spoiler alert, there is none. No, I'm joking. I'm no, joking. there is. There is. Tyler Perry has a lot of black-owned We're not talking about... I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> we're going to have to remove Tyler Perry from he's black He's the only owned. one. No, we can't. He's the only what? He's the only what? The only studio head, black studio head. Okay, and he gets his accolades and we clapped him for that. Can't, we can't talk about black owned art and not talk about Tyler Perry. Okay, then. All right. We cannot. <laughs> Time, please. Okay. All right. Lyndon, please educate us. How important has black art been to the, to the world? And what? How has it influenced modern culture? Let me say that again. So, Lyndon, how important has black art been to the world? And how has it influenced modern culture? Uh, well, there wouldn't be a music, music industry as it is today without black music. But, wouldn't exist. Okay. I agree with that. Yeah. That's that's that. Oh right, <laughs> that's on that's on that. And and not only music industry, fashion wouldn't look like what it looks like right now. Mm-hmm. Language, I think, would look completely different. Language, like, like the, what the language that people use, and the way in pe- I think a lot of modern like um, the way people what people like fashion, like the way we speak to each other, I, darts, everything has been influenced by black. People and black music. Has it been influenced or do or like or do we have it? Like, is it ours and it's been like diluted or trickled down, or have we influenced what's already in existence? It we have art. It, it it's ours, and then it also influences other people's as well. Mm-hmm. I think it's both. Mm-hmm. When you say it's ours, what do you mean it's ours? Like we own it, or it comes from us? I mean, it maybe, maybe. Oh yeah, it comes from us. All of it yeah. comes from us, but whether we own it or not is another conversation. Why do you think that's? Like, if we're talking about, like, fashion, music, language, like, anything that's creative, if we're saying that, like, everything, or for the most part, most things have come from our culture. Uh, that's a sweeping... Uh, what, what are you saying? Maybe, so if so if we're talking about, music is what I, I know is just all black. Yeah. Right? But if you're talking about other things, it might be a little more, a bit more um, complicated. Okay. Well, let's start with music then. So if music is has come from black culture mm-hmm. why is it that we don't have black owned music or like and i'm talking not just i'm at record labels and i don't know studios and i don't know like i don't know how the because white people works. always had the money right okay and it was more palatable if it was coming from a, a white person which mm-hmm. mean? to the masses so someone can sing one the, the write the song mm-hmm. but they'd need a white face to sell it i don't mm-hmm. know if that was actually true you know though because if you look at jazz there's a lot of black jazz um, greats, like from from back in like the thirties or twenties. They they were, I think, in America they were very um, actually in the, around the world they're very comfortable being entertained by black people. But on a sm- on a on a small scale, in terms of like being in playing for people live or yeah. maybe making music, but for like worldwide, like Alvis, he sang a lot of songs that were written. Yeah, but then before by... you gotta remember, if it's recording music, you know you can't really see the faces yeah, doing it anyway. Exactly. So that's a new, that's kind of a newish thing. Yeah. But if you talk about right thing. at the start, yeah, it'd be just, and even then, if even it was, it sounds kind of soft now. Then it probably sounded really black. Mm. So um, I don't know, but I, I mean. <laughs> if it's not classical, it's black. Yeah. And even then, that's another conversation we need to have. Mm. But I'm not ready for that one yet. I was, I was telling Lyndon that literally my, my music teacher spent the first week of our music class 
saying telling us that if it hasn't if anything that's got the four 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 like feet mm-hmm. it's black music so whether it's rock whether it's come from black music if it, whether it's rock whether it's punk whether it whatever it is mm. anything that has that beat is because has come that's from so black progressive music. of your music teacher meanwhile yeah, my nobody school, told us that no one told me <laughs> that they just tell me that the slave trade didn't even exist what are you talking about didn't exist yeah. The slave trade didn't exist. It didn't exist to the extent that we thought it did. And, <laughs> and then told me that Bristol didn't have um, a, a key part to play in no, it at all. With our whole, like with the whole of Bristol named after like slave owners and like Black Boy Hill and White Ladies Road, all this kind of stuff. Wow. So that's yeah. really progressive of your music teacher. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I guess, I guess the question I'm, re- I'm really trying to understand or trying to ask is, at what point did the, did music, or take music as an art form, at what point, at what, why don't we own black music, I guess? Because you're saying it's because white people have got all the money. They had the money, they started it. But black people still have the money. Like, we have money the now. The same money? Well. Not, it's not the same money. It's not the same level of money. I like, what was, what was it? We were watching earlier. Um. Uh, BET was the first ever black company to be traded on the New York Stro- Stock Exchange, exchange yeah, probably in 1991. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> the music business has, has existed since the 50s. That The way it is now has existed since the 50s. So they've always had the money and the, the, they've had the monopoly on, on, the, on the system. Mm. Apart from, there's Motown though. Mm-hmm. So Motown, they were a private company, but obviously now Motown is owned by one of the big com- companies. Mm-hmm. But I, so I guess that's kind of a, a slightly a different thing. But that was Motown was music for black people. That's how it started. Mm-hmm. It's music for black people because obviously there's money to be had from black people, and everything was so separate that you needed something for black people. So that's how Motown mm-hmm. um, was had what they are. But now that everything's integrated, Motown is not even um, owned by black people anymore. Mm. I think it's Universal that owns Motown. And even when I think about like gospel music as well, like to be honest, the majority of well, like gospel music, as not CCM but gospel music, it's sung by black artists, written by black artists, produced by black artists. But like the record labels that house them, mm-hmm. are they black? I know Kurt Franklin had a record label. Yeah, but, but it would be so most record labels would have a bigger one um, behind it. Behind it, yeah. Right. I don't know which one. Let me just look what Kurt, Kurt Franklin's is. So it's for called, your soul, right? Yeah, but I don't. I don't know if he still has that record label. But I guess what I'm saying is, I don't know that many. Um, I don't know that many uh, black-owned record labels. And when you think about the whole genre of music as gospel, you would just imagine that there would be that somebody would own it mm. who's black. This is the music that we're putting out day in day out for a very black audience. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. Who I don't like. I know that, for instance, Kiara Sheard, she's signed to her brother's label, but they operate underneath someone Another. else's label. Mm-hmm. They all, to all these labels that you hear, there's so many labels, but they all come back to the same few. There's only th- big three in, in in the world now. There's Sony, Universal, and Warner Brothers. Those are the three big music industry um, companies, and then they have all the other little ones underneath. Mm. All of them. So how is a black person supposed to, supposed to own something themselves unless they're independent? Mm. So do you think label. that's kind of like the route forward then for art? Like is, is the way forward for us to own it to be independent? Well, I don't know about music because music is... is uh, we Actually, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say that, yeah. It's, it's always hard for the first 
few because I think obviously they've got I guess you tend to have to go with the bigger um, labels or be under a bigger label because of distribution and Mm -hmm. the way they've set it up Mm. like the barriers to get in and to actually make money from what you're you're doing Mm. they've they've set up that they you have to go through them so I guess I mean and especially in this age of like um like everything being online I guess Mm. it's easier to do it yourself or be in be independent but still I think you're probably losing out on the initial benefits of being like widely distributed and like the money to back you that's a lot of funding yeah all that initial capital that's needed to really like promote you I guess the reason why I'm asking the question is because I watched this Netflix documentary about black women called she did that I think Mm. a really interesting documentary actually and one they were just talking about female entrepreneurs so there's this hairline Linda I don't know if you've heard of it called Carol's Daughter started by a black lady I used to really like their products American whatever and I think she started mixing the product in her house like literally in her kitchen her and her husband decided to I think initially it was like a side hustle then it became much more of a main hustle and um so she was like actually this is this stuff is taking over my life let me just decide to stop my main job and just focus on this her and her husband together it did fantastically well um so much so that they caught the attention of l'oreal right l'oreal offered them i'm i'm assuming millions of dollars to um i don't know if she sold her brand but basically she's now like the CFO or CEO of the brand under L'Oreal, which I think is fantastic. But actually, I think after that show, she got a lot of backlash from people saying that her product was no longer black owned. She sold out Mm -hmm. and that she, you know, and so there was there was a lot of um, social media images and infographics like floating around at the time talking about black owned products versus non black owned products. Mm -hmm. And they put Carol's daughter on the non black owned products. Because she had sold her, like her yeah, hairline. She sold part. She sold part. To she L'Oreal. sold part yeah. of it to L'Oreal. But for me, like we were just talking about, unless like the only way for you to really be to own your stuff is to be independent, right? Mm-hmm. And then, unless you're not going to be independent, then I guess you need to have the backing of all these private labels. But it's the same thing in the hairline industry or like in fashion. Like you can be independent until you attract the attention of a large conglomerate. Mm-hmm. At which point, to me, it makes sense. You should do what's best for you and your family, which for the most part is probably to sell at least a portion or part of it. Still remain, I guess, in control of the creative direction, whatever, whatever. And then continue to make money off your product that you've that you've put your heart and soul into. But... The backlash that she got from the community, like from the black community, to me, I felt was really unfair because they were saying she'd sold out. But what else? What is? What are you supposed to do? So there's a couple of things. A couple of ways you can look at it. So could she? Could she not have still operated without selling to L'Oreal? I don't know. It depends what you're. Well, why would she not be able to? I, I don't know. She didn't really talk about that. They they spoke she, in the documentary. She spoke about how hard her and her husband did it. Blah blah blah. And then she kind of just said, and we got offered a, a fantastic deal. She didn't really go into the figures or what the deal included, uh-huh. but she's still very much like in in charge of the direction. Yeah, they, of, they, of they, so daughter. they they took the ownership away from her i don't know what the deal was it might right. be a part ownership or something but they've taken some of the ownership of her work mm-hmm. from her mm-hmm. and given her a job 
So she's now an employee. Do you, but do you know it depends what success looks like. It depends what your aim was going into this. If your aim was to then if do everyone... it very well and then sell it on, get money and start another business. So many people do but that. But she's not true. doing that, though, is she? No, but you, I don't you, know. We, we I don't, don't know what she's doing. I don't but know. We don't know. But if they've even had that good of a deal, if you can remain some have to have some, if you can maintain some kind of creative direction, like you you can continue to give them a creative direction. And you've got money to start another baby business and 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 do something else. What if that's what success looks like to you? Go ahead and do it. I think sometimes, depending on what your um, intention was when you started, that might not be mean success. You want might want to have your black owned business and it remain black owned, and that's and and that's fair enough. And you continue to do that. But if that was her her aim, why why? I mean, to me, I don't understand why why not. Unless, oh, there's, there's, unless, there's they're, unless they're like funny, like unless they're like, okay, I want to buy your company, and now you go, you're going to work for me, and you have no choice in that. Mm. That's when I think that okay, you've been. Done well, she dirty. can leave. Yeah, well, she leaves, the, leaves her business, I think which she might want to do. And let's let's, let's be clear. Obviously, yeah. you can do what you want. You mm. can leave, you can sell your business to other people. Yeah, that's fine. But you're never going to be. We're never going to have a lot of black owners if you keep selling it to white companies because they're mm. they're buying it from you. Yeah. Because they're going to make they're going to make more money on that business. Yeah, but so maybe, why can't you make that money yourself? No, because they. But we just spoke the about we just spoke I mean, about or, the uh, initial uh, barriers to entry. Yeah. Uh-huh. So like barriers to entry in the hair care industry are ridiculous. So like mm-hmm. I'm sure that when L'Oreal came along, they were like, so rather than you whipping it up in your house or in a small factory, we will just take it for you mm-hmm. and we will make it on a mass scale mm-hmm. at a fraction of the price and we will send it out to our distributors. Like. Put it this way, Lyndon, I can walk into Superdrug and I can buy black hair products, yeah? Mm-hmm. Because certain companies have like decided to sell a portion or, or do distribution deals with lots mm-hmm. of other people. As opposed to when I was growing up, like when I was 10, I had to go to a particular shop at a particular time after school before it closed to buy the products. Yeah. So for me, I'm like... I don't understand why people, like you rightly said, can't maybe try and strike a deal where they can benefit from a larger organization taking on some of that brunt or some of that really high intense capital. Because ultimately, unless they do, how are are black businesses ever going to get to the point where we have the long money that white counterparts have? The first thing is to own your stuff by yourself. That's the first thing. And so, okay. I, and the thing is, I'm not, I'm not ad- advocating to not selling your stuff if you want to sell it and make more money, make, make, sorry, make quick money. If that's what you want to do, mm. fine. But if you want to make money in the long run, which is what they're doing by taking your business, yeah, of course. That's that's what you got to do. You got to keep some, it yourself. But sometimes yeah, the opportunities that that such a, a big company that L'Oreal ha- has are not the same as some. Like maybe she's taking it as far as she can as a individual, and. They've got the the way they can mass produce it. I think she's saying she was what, also very tired. She was mm-hmm. like, "Me and my husband were up at the." If she doesn't want to do it anymore, I don't then think that she makes was sense. That. No, no, that, that makes sense. If yeah. she was tired and she didn't want it, fine. But then we can't complain about not having black-owned businesses when we're selling them out to white companies because then it's not a black-owned business anymore, and we don't have them. Yeah. So we can't talk about black owned business if we can sell them to white companies because I mean, now that's a white owned business. It's the same thing with Shea Moisture. Again, they're owned by a large conglomerate. I can't remember whom, but oh, yeah. Shea Moisture also sold out. And I think I understand what you're saying. I, I guess what I'm saying is I don't think they deserve the backlash from the black community saying you sold out because I'm like, I think. I Has it affected the product in any way? Uh, not Carol's daughter, I don't think so. 
So are they upset? I think because the quality they're... of the products. I think people. I think people in the black community were frustrated, saying that they wanted to support a black-owned business. Yeah, well, they got, they got as support another to, one then. As, well, this is it. Unless, unless, I, I unless, unless, if the products, if it's a product that they had, and now that it's owned by L'Oreal, it's mm. not the same product anymore. That's a that's a reason to complain. Mm. It's a good also, reason to complain. If if the reason why. If if the reason why they were supporting the the product in the first place was because that's a black if that was if that was a main thing if that was a unique selling point that the mm. fact that it was black owned mm. there's a there's a way you feel like let down or nearly like bamboozled or or just like just you sold into the idea that I'm I'm buying from a black yeah. owner mm-hmm. and I think when it becomes real then you start to lose if that's a main thing you start to lose the desire to, to continue to support that product whether the product has stayed the same I think maybe it's just the I- idea behind it and the thing the, is the most times if, if the product stays the same people don't want don't usually know who owns the product yeah. because the branding expose, the, bra- the branding might just stay the same yeah. all that kind of stuff but if the project changes and then people start to think well what's going on here oh it's a white company now i think there's right, a we've got to find more... another one because we because we want to support yeah. black business so if a black business then because a white business we've got to find another one then well i think that's where people are now yeah. and, and i think there's nothing wrong with it like if you're if you're if your motivation to support carol's daughter or any other you know um hairline was because it was a black owned business mm. if that's your motivation then you go and find another one i mm. was supporting as i am mm. because i loved it and i thought it was a black owned business turns out it's by it's owned by a Pakistani doctor. I said, nah, I'm and out. There's, and there's a thing that makes. I and so now I'm, I'm. I did feel bad. Like, if you're, if you're I really you're did. Food, you're making a takeaway. You're ordering, ordering the food. Always tastes the same. You've gone there a couple of times, but you usually get delivery. And then randomly, you rock up one time. Not not because it tastes indifferent, but just mm-hmm. because you want to pick up the food and you find that it's Italian. Yeah, so you would get angry even yeah, if would. even if the food stayed the same. You'd be there's, there's a part of you, and especially black, and especially black people. The, the the fact that you feel like everything that even if it's you if it's yours is supposed to be yours is sold to you by somebody else whether it's your music mm. whether it's your food uh, maybe not food but whether it's your your hair stuff like you, you that it's that like veil kind of like being taken away and realizing oh my gosh even though I felt like it was by us for us. Actually, it's, it's actually not. them yeah who have no no like black hair products. What is Sally doing with a, um, I don't know, eco-styler? Sally's making money, making a whole lot of money. So I get it, but I have to, I think to myself, if I was working on a, on a hairline product or like a a hairline, sorry. Um, and then I was approached by somebody, to be honest, it really depends on where Mm. I am in my financial status. Absolutely. What I'm doing with my family. Does my family need capital? Like, am I trying to, like, Mm. there's so many different factors. And I, and I think... Owning our own art is the long-term game, yeah. absolutely. But if I need to pay a bill, if I need to buy this right now, and I don't have that money to do so, or if I have family obligations, I need to do what's best for my family. And I feel like with her, she was like, we were getting woken up at five a.m. in the morning with people saying, "Can I have more products?" And mm. we did. We could not. We could not they mix it. People. If you, if you, I don't know no, why, but, but if you tend to do it, the there are so, there are ways to there are ways to expand your business. If your business is doing well, there are ways that smart business people would learn how to expand it and obviously when you get to a certain capacity you've got to employ people so you're not doing all the work wake up every morning at five o'clock maybe they didn't have their margins correct if you don't have the acumen to do that then either you need to um employ people that do have that or then just sell it or sell it if you don't want to do it anymore um yeah and i mean uh, but then what does that say about black business owners you can't flip and hack it but i think that i think that is i think 
I mean, I'm not saying that we can't hack it, but I think there are uh, there are instances and examples of people who have got great business ideas and sold them on. You think L'Oreal didn't start the way they started? Absolutely not. But L'Oreal probably started on slave money, to be honest. Probably. Like everywhere, like everyone probably. else, like Unilever. Probably, like but then we can't. Else. So we can't complain about back, back business because we're never going to get there. No, exactly, no. exactly. Now you've it's gone not, to the extreme. No, exactly. So we've got to get there somewhere, right? Yeah, absolutely. It takes I, time. Yeah, and it, it does to take be honest, time. to get that big takes generations. Yeah, it does. So let's look at. So I actually haven't watched um, Madam C.J. Walker's um, biopic. I haven't watched it. I've watched it. But her business took a, a, a time. But where's her hairline? I'm. Not, I don't support her hairline. Like yeah, I don't know what's but, happening I mean, with it, that. That was hair products for people who are black to make their hair look like white people. people still straighten their hair you know so i people don't know if you want to be their hair. yeah they are but do you want to be i'm not I'm, I'm not promoting straight hair unless you want to have straight hair because I'm, I'm not a natural hair nazi do what you want but mm-hmm. what i'm, no, what but I'm talking s- about the, the, the what they use then right i don't know if you could use that stuff but she still but she still has a business right and i'm saying like it's owned by her like grand niece or granddaughter or something Thing I, I had a look at it. I saw people still buying CJ. More, I don't think it'd be nice. It'd be nice if someone stays in for the long run. It'd be nice to, in the future, have big uh, companies like L'Oreal and the likes be owned by like be owned by black people or have we have our own companies that are able to um, produce on that mass scale. Mm. But in the meantime, if you you got to do what you got to do, and and maybe you the black person has taken their business, especially when it has something to do with like actual physical production to the capacity to where they can take it as an individual and they actually to hold on to it for however many years longer while they try to build up their capital to take it to the next stage yeah. might be a disservice to them and actually people, the demand for the product, you could they it could do wonders. Even just the name or even just the, the fact that this person is the one that created this product, even just that that, that accolade, like it's done wonders and it's gone all around the world. It's now being sold worldwide. I don't know, you just have to see what's in it for you or what your what your goal is. And if your goal is to main, uh, maintain the... What am I looking for? Status if your goal is to maintain control and ownership of your comp- your business do it no matter what and if and you'll find a way to to take it to the next level if there's not so what we keep hearing from um a lot of um pro black activists that want to talk about the the economics of black people right they talk about the fact that our dollars or pounds don't stay in our community yeah so they don't stay in our community because we don't own our businesses if we want to own our businesses we cannot sell them out so much to white businesses because that's the dollar goes straight out yeah to the white community it's as simple as that and i know i can understand why someone might want to sell the business fine if you built a business and want to cash in on it that makes sense but if you want to build the um economic base of black people you've got to hold these businesses and own them as black people Mm. you've got to shifting gears ever so slightly I was doing a little bit of research and I completely agree with what you're saying. I think having money within your community is the only way to have like true economic mm-hmm. growth, yeah? And to build legacies, mm-hmm. 100% hands down, yeah? And I, I completely understand that. One thing that shocks me, and it's, it's kind of going back to the bamboozle point, is about where you think you are supporting a black business and actually come to realise you're really not. Mm. And I think that surprise element doesn't only just happen with like hair or fashion or whatever. It happens in, on other larger scales. So... 
shout out to my best friend Malimo. Basically, we were having a chat about this. She sent me a link where she was just explaining to me that, to be honest, I'd say 80 to 90 percent of all the African fabric that is um, uh, worn, designed, uh, like basically created, is owned by a Dutch company in the Netherlands, and it's imported to the whole of Africa. And um, and everything that we understand to be African printed, the waxed African print, is actually like a hybrid of some African designs now and um, batik that uh, Dutch people discovered when they invaded Netherlands and called, sorry, invaded Indonesia and called it something else. I don't know what they called it, but at the time it was called something else and now it's known as Indonesia. And they saw street sellers creating these batiks like on a individual basis. They went back to the Netherlands and they're like, listen, we can create this. Let's take their method and make it better. And they started using, they started creating these batiks. Then they started using it to barter with West Africans. Well, they, it says barter. Who, who even knows? But basically, the influx of the of this, uh, what we now call, I would say, like modern day African print came from the Netherlands. And to this day, 90% of that print is created in the Netherlands. And so... And so the majority of um, like lots of the different print housing are all owned by this company called Velisco, I think. V-L-I-S-C-O. I don't know how to pronounce I've it. Seen, I've seen that. It's a sort of close. Oh, the majority of... The, really? And I'm so loud. Yeah. I don't believe you. The majority of the majority of this... The majority of all the prints that are created are owned by this mega house. So basically like L'Oreal, they're a conglomerate. They own lots of small individual ones for a range of people. So they've got high, a completely really high end to very low end. Um, and so, yeah, I was really shocked to find out that actually all the African print I've ever bought in my life, and I bought African print from Shepherd's Bush Market, I bought African print in Swaziland, in um, Kenya, like I bought African print in Zimbabwe, Lane. in Petticoat Lane. <laughs> And even when I go to Petticoat Lane and I feel like I'm trying to do the best thing by buying from the black owned store. First of all, they're not always black owned. Sometimes they're owned by a non-black person with black people working and as a front. But sometimes they are owned by black people. When I really, go, when I make a decision to go and buy the African print from that black owned person, come to realize actually it's all owned by a Dutch company and many people don't realize that and they think they're supporting their black business and for me again it's that whole thing of surprise ha 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 we fooled you and to me that's a bit more concerning because the perception is we're buying from our own and we're supporting um, Ankara fashions or we're supporting this particular and, and, you know, it's really and it's all it's all produced in the Netherlands and you know I think the, the, the aspect, I'm trying to figure out why it feels like such a bamboozle I think when it's a black person yeah, second. you lot are both like okay when it's a when it's a black person mm. um making a product when it's someone who would use the product making the products and selling it to their fellow community members yeah it feels like there's this level of service that they're delivering yeah um and and sometimes it can feel like when it's not it's not someone who has any kind of passion or investment in that particular product product or its use yeah it feels like you're nearly being used. They're not serving their community's no, needs. No, they're just they're here to take your money. You know what? I'm going to make what you need, and you can buy it from me. I'm going to take your money. Yeah, that's what it feels like. I, I mean, obviously they are providing a service. Yeah, but I feel like that. Uh, that's why I feel like it feels a bit. Um, it feels like a bamboozlement. Yeah, it feels like this a guy calls it. Hold on a second. Are we supposed to be talking about art? Yeah, this is fashion. Oh, okay, fine. 
Um, okay. <laughs> like, this is so this guy, Tunde Akinwumi, published a paper um, in the Journal of Pan-African Studies. Did you know that was a journal? I don't know. Anyway, whatever. And he called it the African print hoax. And I think that sums up like completely. We're all buying African print thinking yeah. we're supporting um, we're supporting black business or specifically African business. Come to realise, actually, they we're all being bamboozled. Every single one of us. Because if we trace it back, this this Dutch company, it wasn't like it started off as a Dutch company and now it's owned, but no, 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 no. It's still owned by Dutch people. It's it, the, the, the print is produced in the Netherlands and it's shipped to West Africa and then it basically disseminates across Africa. And they, they employ... Um, there was a Nigerian guy talking about yes, yeah, so basically we've got a plan to take over Africa and we've got high end and we're going to have we're going to um, he said we're going to enter the East African market and do this that, and the other and I was like it's a whole strategy, it's a whole plan, it's not by accident, it's not a oh, whoopsie, no no no, it's a whole strategy and they're employing in my opinion Nigerians to ensure that it looks like the whole supply chain is black owned when actually it really isn't. I want to find out where the material that that randoms make their traditional wear from comes from because I don't think it's it, it's completely different. Yeah. I wonder if it's from India. Probably is. But yeah, that's that definitely hoax. Couldn't find a better word to describe it than that. That's. So now I'm now I'm starting to really think. Do I really have to consider? I have to research everything that I'm buying to figure out. If what is being presented to me as a black-owned business is really black-owned, mm. do you know what I mean? Do you think there's still benefit in still buying those anyway, supporting black culture? I personally is it even if it's been sold, or if it was created and designed and everything in in the Netherlands, like you said, is it even black culture? Like I feel like even for the aesthetics of it, mm. like still wearing Ankara, wearing like um, yeah, they are selling. Black culture, two black people, but yeah. getting all the profits. Yeah, that's all that is. I would personally buy items of clothing from um, black designers. And Ankara as well, because that's a completely different type of material. Uh, it's a different. It's a it's, different type is, of material. This is specifically the wax. The wax one, yeah, ones. And, and that's uh, yeah. Ankara is, is, is a completely different. So not type Ankara. Of material, sorry, no. this is this is. But I have loads of wax material, mm. and I've literally bought it all over the world, mm. thinking that I'm, you know out here trying to be authentic as possible meanwhile if you lift up it says made made in netherlands <laughs> well it doesn't but it bloody should do because then maybe i wouldn't be buying it do you know what i, don't I think mean i've ever bought anything that says made in a black country in my life i, I bought that's something wild isn't it i bought something the other day and it said made apart in from dng ginger beer but I don't, know, I, don't know who, I don't know who owns that. I know uh, DMG is supposed to be a Jamaican company, but mm, I don't know if they really are. Absolutely probably not. not. Absolutely not. Have you heard well, that? Let's find out, let's shall find we? Out. I'm pretty a, sure DNG a... is, is owned by Indians. No, there's a there's an advert going on at the moment for Ginger Beer. I don't know if it's a DNG one, but it's for Ginger Beer. And I know that no black person, I really hope that there wasn't any black person, but no black person had input into that. Well. Yeah. DNG. Yeah. Is Jamaican owned? Oh! Headquarters in Kingston, Jamaica. Oh Who yeah. Owns Who owns it? Uh, the chairman is Richard Biles. Take it back. Hmm? I, I said, take it back. I take it back. I don't, I don't know who the, that is though. Well, it's just the chairman. But it's revenues in in Jamaica. It's a Jamaican company. Oh yeah. You know what? That's that's very refreshing to see. Yeah, we got one. We're helping out. I'd be. Do you know? I'd be so sad if I found that all of those. Um, uh, 
like it's not fruit loaf what is it what's that bun you know bun all of those buns oh yeah but they're bun and like, cheese and nah. all of those bakeries were not owned by yeah it's white person uh he's jamaican but he's just very very fair skinned so we don't black. worry about that he's, he's black, black. You know, jamaican's out of many one people yeah i know but and he's black anyway 90 percent was a black but anyway let's not get into the jamaican people let's go let's not anger please i have Lyndon, nothing let's to add anger. nothing to take away i'm just here you're saying you'd be devastated if you found out that the the bun company would be the bun people make the bun and the hardo bread were not jamaican <gasps> <laughs> so no, that so most of that stuff is made in the bakery in, in West Bromwich, isn't it? In the Midlands, there's a massive bakery mm. that makes. Well, it, I don't and think I they're, selling, they're makes sending it. bread from Jamaica to the UK. I doubt that they're doing that, but. Um... No, but so what I'm saying is the majority of the bread that we get, well, not majority, but I know that the bread that we get in Bristol comes from the West Midlands, either West Bromwich or somewhere like that. Mm. And my mum knows the people who work in the factory, so I can say that they're black. Who owns the factory? I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Jamaicans got rum, though. <laughs> they do have rum. Appleton Estate. They, they do Appleton rum. And you know they sold the it. Sold you, know they, they, you know Appleton, the family who behind Appleton rum sold that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Factory still in Jamaica. Yeah. I, what I'm saying is that I don't, if we're using the same logic, I don't believe it's still black owned. Let's check. Um, I know that I know the person who had the family and the father sold it. I can say that for a fact. It's a private company, so they don't have to disclose that information. Um, you'll find that everything. Usually, find it on Wikipedia. Go ahead, Lyndon. Find everything. Lyndon is what, Google. Why am I not supposed to look for this? Uh, I mean, one could or one could not. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's it's yeah. Jay Ray and nephew. Everybody, this is this is this is the day in the life of Fabrice and Angela. No, forget it. Yeah, forget it. Just keep talking. Keep talking. Keep talking. Lyndon is searching. Can you just speak? To, keep talking, please. Okay. Just get on my nerves. Come on, man. No. You know, we rarely annoy Lyndon. So when he says you're getting on my nerves, it's actually time to fix up. The only other thing I w- kind of wanted to talk about is, do you think there's like a trend? Like, do you think we're ever going to get to a point where uh, black people are, have got, are in positions of greater financial um, freedom and can and can begin? And, oh my goodness. Let me start again. It's a, it's a Jamaican country, uh, company. Sorry. It might be, it might have been started by slave traders, but now the people that run the con- the company are uh, black Jamaicans. Appleton Rum. Yeah, because they they died in it. They didn't pass it down to their family. I actually remember they were talking about this when I went to the when I went to the um, tour the factory. And it was all black people there, black people working there, and black people explain to us who runs it and the person that runs it is called Joy Spence. You can tell me Joy Spence is not a black woman. That's not I said I said they sold the company. But let me ask <laughs> How you do you retain that information? Let me ask Mel. Yeah. Right. That now. the person they said that owns it is Joy Spence. No. Oh, is that we no, just, it just said Joy Spence. Oh, I thought they still told you then. They did. Let me let uh. me let me fact <laughs> check. Uh, Dad, did your friends say his dad sold Appleton rum. Appleton rum. Oh, rum. oh no. No. It's a, it's an L. It's an L. 2012. No! I sold it. Oh, thank you very much. She's an L. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very much. Thanks. <laughs> So no, an Italian spirits company bought it in 20, 2012. Thanks. You know, sometimes you just don't have to... Oh, good fight. Argue. Sometimes you just... 
Sometimes you just say, ah, okay. <laughs> That's what I say. Oh, we've still got DNG. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Let's hold tight to DNG. What they need to do is bring juicy patties to the UK. Because juicy, pa- oh my gosh, they I- can't. How they- Why not? Uh, I don't think they would. Why not? But you, we, you know, we have. Very Did you good- have juicy patties? Every, 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 I had juicy patties. And I had a juicy do you know loaf. how? Do you know how delicious those patties you know, are? I've been to Jamaica three times. Okay, so what? Are you, why are you arguing with me? I'm not arguing with you. I'm saying I don't think they're going to bring juicy patties to the UK. I think they should. I mean, they they should bring a lot of food to the UK, <laughs> but they ain't going to do it. Listen, let me tell you, there's too many companies. You know there's like a um a patty company in Stratford, they bake the patty. There was a patty company in, in Leicester Square. Oh, the Jamaican patty company. Yeah. No, but I'm saying Yeah, I'm, and a white woman served me a patty, you know what I'm happy about. No, but maybe uh out of many out of many one people. It what? was a a <laughs> That's right. Listen, it was a Polish <laughs> white woman. She could have been working there. It so was what? a Polish white woman giving me patties. To, she doesn't deserve Listen, to work. There's no no. <laughs> The, the views of Lyndon of LGK Music or LGK Media Sorry, are LGK Media absolutely not shared by me. I Listen, don't know all I'm saying is I want I'm Juicy Patties to come to come to the UK because those patties were the best patties I've ever had in my life. Listen, those patties are sick here. What you They're have to do incredible. when you leave in Jamaica, you go on the day. Yeah, you wrap the patties up and you put them in between your luggage so that when you get to the UK, you can, you can um, freeze them. Everybody does that when they come back. My mum's used to bring boxes back. I just had it every day. You have, to, you have to bring Every it morning. back. It was, it was anyway, I just want someone to take me to the juicy patties before they get here. <laughs> Why don't you take me to Jamaica? Lyndon only took himself to Jamaica last year. Two years ago. I'm telling you, we should go and do Black No Filter in Jamaica, but I'm not sure. I don't know. Well, we're going to argue with the Jamaican, well, the Jamaican people. Wait. Welcome us. I know you will. I love you, my Jamaican people. <laughs> I just want to say also the randoms. I'm not saying I'm Jamaican. I'm just saying I love people around the world. <laughs> anyway, guys, um, the only thing I also wanted to ask was, uh, going back to what I was saying, do you think now there are enough black people with financial freedom to begin to turn the tide on having... Um, like of owning our own art and i mean art across anything across any industry so fashion music clothes um like beauty like anything yes. I, I think it's slowly happening i think people i think the first stage is people being aware and also wanting to buy from black owned businesses i think when there's a desire to buy from black owned businesses then there's i think there's more of an incentive and a desire and maybe an, an acknowledgement that maybe i should keep control and ownership of my business mm. i think it's the first wave and then also people being more having more money uh being wealthier to be able to make those decisions and people actually doing it like i tyler think the, the issue for like tyler perry yeah listen we'll talk about tyler perry but i mean i think the issue is that people need um need investment yeah you need a cash injection. That's how businesses start. Businesses yeah. start, they go to the bank and ask for a loan. Mm. Not everyone comes from, gets some money from their daddy's, their daddy's bank and starts a business. People get loans. Mm. Um, black, but you never know, black, in a couple black, of generations, black, uh, that might happen. Black and, they could get it now. They should be getting it now. There's, yeah, but, there's, there's, there's entrepreneurs that need to, first of all, you need to be educated enough to understand the finance, the financial part about business and get the money and start running your business because there's people with the, the ability to run a business mm-hmm. or the ability to do something special that other people might need. Mm-hmm. And maybe they might need some business help, but there's definitely people um, in the UK um, that are black that have the business acumen to help them. Yeah. There's definitely, there's definitely that. But they need the people to be willing to work for a black, a black startup. 
Except, which is rare. Which is rare. These people are going to want to work for Barclays or whatever, right? I think but, that's changing slowly. But not though. only that, I read an article about um, a couple of vent- a couple of entrepreneurs who are operating out of San Francisco, so like and 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 Silicon Valley, and they were saying that they had tried for years to get venture capitalists and like angel investors to invest in their business. Mm. In the end, what they started to do was they started to partner with like a white person to front the business, and they would send that person in, and lo and behold. That's- Wild. This is the same how they when they started trying to get property by black people trying to buy properties in white areas. They had to find someone. It's the same struggle to get loans to to start their business. Yes, loans to start their businesses. They had to send a white person in. Yeah, it's it's a good it's a good one. This is so wild. It's so wild. Here we go. Racism wins again. No, it doesn't win. The story's still being told. So I, I would like to actually see, like, I know we've got people like Jay-Z who's really investing into black art. Like, that's, like, his big thing, right? And has been for a long time. I'm not really into art. Like, literally, the, the art that you hang up, like, that's yeah, not really my thing. Things, yeah. I think it's beautiful. I don't know really enough about it. It's not my passion to really invest in it. But he's investing in that. LeBron is investing in Liverpool Football Club. Yeah, okay, they, they have to, the way they got their money up, the way they, is by rapping and playing basketball. No, I understand so that. So every black guy knows that they can get money if they, like, they no, rap or get nothing wrong basketball. With that. The nothing same wrong with it. Wrong with Carol's daughter making her money and selling it. Like, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. What I'm saying is, really, the next barrier to really overcome is actually let's start having some black angel investors and black venture capitalists who want to invest. So mm. I'd be really excited to see LeBron producing something like that. You know, like I know he has his I believe, I believe school, yeah. mm. and I think that's amazing because education literally changes lives Mm. so that I think he's doing I think he's looking back at supply chain and looking back at like factors that affect people especially in America and thinking okay what can I do but actually you can build a school but at the other end of the scale is we need people to invest in people who are graduates and who are coming up with amazing ideas um so that actually we can really continue to be black owned and it really stays in our community yeah and I think for me I don't see anybody doing that yeah, well, we need our we, we need our people that have the money to do that. Obviously, we need we need our. But we've we got need, them. Need, There's enough people Perry's out there. If you stop buying Birkin bags, if we stop buying Birkin bags, yes, I mean, and stop auditioning people for Birkin bags, I feel like <laughs> I feel like we can do it. The ability is there. The business acumen is there. We just need the opportunity. And then maybe a stroke of luck. Like a lot of things happen because of luck. You're in the right place at the right time. And I don't think we should underestimate that. And say what you want about um, Tyler Perry. Um, If he worked for a big, um, (laughs) if he worked for a big studio, he's not going to be getting accolades for being a great filmmaker. We know that much. Um, But how many studio heads could make films like him? They probably couldn't. They hire writers. Uh, If he was just a studio head, then he could hire black writers. And there's many talented black writers mm-hmm. that's what he probably needs to do but he's writing everything himself which is another thing but he's in a position to do that um but we gotta you gotta appreciate the fact that he you know he made it to where he is he's got you know a studio that everyone's using yeah to be honest Tyler Perry clap for yourself because you've done very he's stu- well he's a studio head he's, he that's, owns that's, it that's amazing in- Entirely. That's amazing. <laughs> and I think as well, not only does he own it entirely, like he is out there inspiring every other filmmaker to think, Absolutely. I want to also own my own studio. Like it's it's possible. It can be done. He's yeah. done it. And I want to do it. Also, I hear that he's very philanthropic. Like I just hear like he's a nice guy. Um, so more power to him. His films are trash. Uh, most of them. 
There must be some good ones. Why, why must there be? There must be. Okay. To be honest, when I saw the first one, when I saw, I mean, Diary of Mad Black Woman. Yeah, I like that. That's all right. That's that's why, yeah. Yeah, I like that. I take it back. Not all your films are trash. Yeah. And if there's any philanthropy coming my way, don't let these people hinder them by hinder it by saying that your films are trash. <laughs> I haven't even seen the trash ones yet to even say that they're trash. Oh yeah, you haven't. You seen haven't it. seen the trash ones. No. Yeah, she hasn't seen it. I haven't seen any Tyler Perry films. It was probably trash. I said. I was... <laughs> Don't get me. Anyway, angry. Tyler Perry. I would like to, f- to see something like the Tyler Perry Foundation, like the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. And I think I'd like to see yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah. And maybe he's making it oh, more accessible <laughs> for for people who want to produce movies to ha- have access to studios to all of those that that equipment that maybe they would have been a greater barriers to get that from the likes of I don't know um, Paramount. Paramount. All of those, the them people there. DreamWorks. Is You'd hope right? he'd get there Warner, eventually. Warner Brothers. What? Huh? Huh? We're right within ourselves. Right. So you, you'd hope he'll get there um, at some point. He'll get there at some point. He will get there. He can't use he just all be, he just be, of those studios to create. He, no, no, he's, he's not. He's not. So a lot of films were. <laughs> So he the doesn't film... create musicals anymore. Where have you been? I said, how many movies does oh. he create every day? No, no, no. no. So, whole... no we need to understand is that. So there's a film, I'm pretty sure um, Bad Boys for Life, the Will Smith the, the film. Third one. That was shot. That was shot at his studios. Yeah. Oh. The um, Eddie Murphy film, the last one he did, um, mm-hmm. Dolomite is my name, that was filmed at Tyler Perry Studios. He's not got films working there, not just his films. I remember we're taking back the, pa- his the films, Black Hand that was exiting. It's coming just a little bit back now, just entering back into at least. I mean, the, the movie business is because I mean those films are not owned by black studio heads because yeah. well, the the money goes straight back to white people. But at least films are being made at his studio, so he mm. gets paid a fee for the music. He's studio, there, isn't so. he? Like he's there in the supply chain. Like, yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He is. He stand out, and for that he gets his accolades. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yeah. So I know we're not doing slap and clap. Oh, wait, wait, before we go into that, oh. can I also say uh, people who live and have grown up and uh, who are currently in, let me start that again, people whose homes are in countries that are majority black, so across Africa, across the Caribbean, um, maybe I think the idea should change from coming here to work for already established white companies and actually establishing black owned companies mm. in those countries because you'll be surprised how many companies back home are owned by white people who have come to now establish they can't establish those com- companies where they where they come from because that there's already a monopoly there mm. so they'll go to another developing comp- um, country mm. and start building those kind of like oh let's let's give this service and give that service that and meanwhile our generation are trying to come over here to yeah. work for a white company i think maybe the idea needs to change and actually a great way for us to have more black owned companies in the future is for us to really be looking like be ahead of the curve and actually have our companies in our home countries amen shout out to nollywood shout out to nollywood because nollywood they, 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 they don't stop they don't yeah. sleep um They've even had a film already called Entanglement. That's how quickly they work. I flipping love it. Not sleep. They say what? What's trending? Right. 
And let me tell get you, your, get your cameras. And out. I know someone that's watched it. That someone that I had a, had a session with a couple of days ago. They watched it. I'm gonna watch it. I love Nollywood, you know. What? I haven't watched Nollywood film in a while. What? There's, there's, I there's, there's some jokes. high quality. There's some high quality. There are some high Nollywood quality ones. For, um, films on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there I love are. watching them. I love them. There are also some really bad ones on Netflix, but there are some great ones. You know when they're bad when the sound one. is bad. When the sound yeah. is bad, you know. Okay, no, it's not just the sound. Nollywood. Nollywood. The sound is when when you know that this ain't a proper film. No, friend. It's when they've got one camera. The, it's the one camera that you like. You only see them this way, and then and then the person moves, and it's this way. <laughs> the person moves, and it's this way. Not what? Not <laughs> what they care. They're like, oh, we've only got one camera. No problem. It's only got five hours battery life. No problem. <laughs> you know what it is? I recognize. I recognize the good actors. So it's so much that I recognize. I Adesua, see them in the. Uh, probably, I think you're talking about Adesua and her husband Banky Wellington. They're yeah. in like a lot of them. Yeah. So those and they always do the same. The same and thing. also, they're always starting to those films, and I'm like, does it not get boring? No, yeah, maybe they wrote in their vials. We will work together. They're in you every film never... together. She will be like a small little extra. One film I watched, she extra? was she, one film I watched. She wasn't the main character in Up North, which is a badly tired film, but it's a good film. She is like almost like a, a Up minor North is character. A thing in Nigeria, yeah. No, I know same thing in Canada, but I'm saying the title of the film, in my opinion. What do you mean, same in Canada? You said up north is a region in Nigeria. Um, and I think they'll speak to the, they're, they're referring to the house. Anyway, never mind. The film the is a, everywhere the, has a north. Every, in Nigeria, sorry, in the I know you're talking about the house in of the people. Film, and the Fulani people. I don't want to talk to you. The house of people and the Fulani people. I know I what you're talking about. But what I'm where trying to say going? is that... <laughs> Reese, where are you going? Don't interrupt Reese's um, um, run to tell her that, ev- that I, I that's don't a wanna, thing. So, why are you talking to me with your hand? Because I don't think you're getting me. <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> I just want to say, yeah, as the Nollywood as aficionado... Yeah. Continue, don't be... Friend, don't be... Nothing kind of hinder you. Continue. <laughs> don't let anybody tell you anything about what you are the expert area in. Mm. Out of the three of we yeah. is me. I'm the Nollywood How expert. How do you know that? Because you've only st- because you don't watch that much Nollywood stuff. No, Trust listen. me. How if do you know that? Because if you no, you know what, Lindsay, he's the expert. Do you realise I've been watching that. Nollywood Stop films that. for a very good reason for the past four years, Lindsay? Because I'm writing a book that's based in that area. Clap for so yourself. Able- so I've watched a lot of those films. Clap for yourself. A lot. You have watched them, but you more also- than. Anyway, Sorry. you know what? I take it back. Everybody, I really Lyndon do. is the expert area. Let me let me fall back. Oh. Lyndon is the expert in every area, including the expert area. <laughs> so their pat. I'm trying to get their pattern of speech right. So that's why I've watched a lot of those films. So I don't know why you're assuming you're the. Expert. The reason why is because I talk about Nollywood films all the time. I love Nollywood. In fact, when I go home tomorrow, I'm going to watch Nollywood films. Why? Because it's because I can, to oh, be right, honest. Okay. I watch Nollywood film literally every day because you don't have to pay that much attention. And I'm just, <laughs> it's, I'm sorry, that's, <laughs> wow. the, it's true. Do you know what? Do you, you got, it's nah, true. Put some respect, respect on their names, right? Because I don't know if Nigeria have a film school like America does. Well, obviously, they probably don't. They probably obviously, don't. Obviously, they Ooh. probably don't. All the Nigerians that they're making their way into our comic section. They're coming to fight. No, no, no okay. So what? So okay, <laughs> Nigerians. They all. They all. They. They just want to make. They're making films, and he, obviously they're they're employing people that aren't professional level Stop. filmmakers at all Fred? at all time. But no, 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 no. I was talking about like the early early Nollywood. Okay, early Nollywood. Late Nollywood. The, what stuff I've seen now. They it's it's certified. Like How it's do you know proper. You didn't go to- the Americas to to learn and they, they probably have. Okay, no, I'm saying even in the early Nollywood, 
They definitely did. I couldn't pick up a camera. I don't think they did. Let me tell you, some of those Uh, Hollywood films, it was like they went to Microsoft Word and Microsoft PowerPoint and they dropped some of the stuff in. Honestly, it was wild. You're the ones that you see in the memes, like, why are you running them ones there? But maybe they like that. No, 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 no. no, no. Anyway, I just want to say for all of our Nigerian followers, we love Nollywood. Yeah, I, I personally love it. I would also like to say, if you're looking for a hairstylist, um, anybody knows somebody who wants to go over to Nigeria for a period of time and do hair on any Hollywood films, please holler at your girl. That's why I'm fab. I'm happy to help you out with that. Thanks. My little plug. I'm including the fifth. Also, I'm South Africa is doing better now with their films. South Africa's television, lead film, South Africa's television is I feel like that is the hub of great television in Africa. Really? Absolutely. I've never watched it. Absolutely. Have you not watched it? There's two I haven't in watched Netflix. Blood and oh no, I think the movies are Nigeria. Nigeria is good with the movies. South Ghanaian Africa is good also for the... coming up there. So there's mm-hmm. Queen Sono and uh, oh, Blood and Water. I need to watch Blood and Water. The I watched a Ghanaian film called Picture Perfect 2. Absolutely fantastic. Ghanaian. Absolutely fantastic. Well, Gollywood now. Must Bro, is that what they call it? I don't think so. I don't know. Doesn't Sorry, work. insults flying left, right, and center. I'm just here to view them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, South Africa okay. do it, South Africa do it properly, and it kind of please and don't don't lean that way because he's going out of frame. He said, okay. and please. <laughs> <laughs> together um yeah uh what was i saying yeah so south africa they do right but they don't do that much they're not as busy as the nigerian they, ones they do a lot of soaps and they do a lot of television stuff i started to watch a south african film and i couldn't i just said nah i'm out what i didn't like it i, so watched so a nice one the other I am day. single suddenly single it's really bright and oh yellow. that one yeah that's i watched that. i couldn't I, I got 10 minutes and i said nah i'm out i mean it's not different to the, where a white one would go i really don't know what... do you know what i like about the some the would south you watch african a white stuff? um Romantic comedy. Would I? Would yeah. we? Have but you we? wouldn't watch suddenly single. I don't. I. I. Why wouldn't you let me? Because what your prop? Then we'll speak to you afterwards. Go. <laughs> so remind me to speak to you afterwards. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't so, tell you. Remind me to beat you for the thing that I beat you for. Okay. So, um, I was saying what I like about the South African movies and and TV shows. Yeah. Is that they sometimes flip between English, um. Mm-hmm. Africans, uh, Zulu, um, and other um, native you're try, language, you're, you're languages. Ju- I thought you were going to try and say. Leave her. Yeah. Why, 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 yeah, come on. Come on. Come on. Shout out to Jennifer. <laughs> Thanks. So, yeah, all of the. Don't test me. Let me tell you something. I. Do you know who I be? <laughs> Thanks. Aww. So that's all I have to say because he knows and it's going to marinate in your mind and then I have to talk to you about something else. But. I love the fact that they flip between languages mm-hmm. and they don't really care if you you just speak English. You're gonna follow, and they'll have subtitles mm-hmm. most of the time. Yeah, but they they I think is showing that they equally cater to you, the English speaking and the and the African speaking and the Zulu speaking. Like they'll cater to everybody. Everybody can hear their language in mm-hmm. in most things or or in a movie, and you sh- you can tell that you there are nearly equally valued obviously English is probably going to be the majority of the conversation because it's probably a shared language across the board Mm. but like they're not scared to venture away from English and I love that 
I really like Blood and Water. I really, really like. You it. know what? Let me watch it this weekend because I'm. I was about to watch. Sense, don't, 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 uh, lie Selling to us. Sunset. don't lie to us. But first of all, mm, let me just help you right now. I'm not sure why don't you're speaking. I don't understand why you're becoming very familiar with this flipping phrase "under deliver." Linden, yeah, I'm gonna need you to fall all the way back. I, I always over deliver. Okay, I don't right. understand. Huh? I'm gonna watch Blood and Water. <laughs> I'm also gonna watch another Nollywood film because I choose to. And watch, watch Queen Sono as well. Uh, I'm not sure I can fit that one in, but I'll try. It's only six episodes. How much time? Sorry, let me help him. Guys, listeners, in case you don't know, uh, we've all got full-time jobs. Um, and my job actually is is like a full-time job and a half. Friend, when am I going to watch Blood and Water? Finish watching Selling Sunset. Watch um, okay, Nollywood. Take out Selling Sunset. It still doesn't mean I can watch six episodes of take out Queen Sono. Sunset. doesn't mean I can watch it. If you take out Why Selling Sunset. Why do you Sunset? ask Andrew to watch something else? Uh, I can you help you, you out right Queen now. Sona. Already. No. Have you seen Blood of Water? No. Oh, you you both terrible. Talking about stuff again. I've watched Queen Solo and I've watched Blood of Water. Oh, meanwhile, because actually, I support you. black stories. Oh, wow. I'm so proud of you. Mm. Be proud. I support black stories today. too. I support your story <laughs> that you told me. I support my story. Let me tell you something. Linda will have you out here, yeah? And he'll be like, I don't have time to watch Netflix. I don't have time. I'm busy. I only watch TV when I have to. When I asked Linda to watch Indian matchmaking, he's like, no, I don't have time. I don't watch TV. I said, are you all right? You're out here watching TV left, right and centre. Uh, so you have whoa, to make it make whoa, sense. You can't whoa, tell me you're out here with supporting whoa. every... I Whoa, watching TV left, right and centre. You just left, said, right I've watched this, up, I've watched that. Down. I will usually watch those in a weekend. I watched them said, in a weekend. You said, I've watched this and I've watched that and yeah. I've watched that. Yeah. That's what you said. I, I said I watched Queenstown and I watched Blood and Water and when it came more. out in a weekend. Done. Yeah. But Lyndon, the narrative that you're pr- trying to present to our followers is that you're watching everything all the time. I'm watching the two South African series that have come out. Well, if you believe that, friends, you'll believe anything. Are you telling them to not believe what I'm saying? I'm, I'm asking I watched them. Queen Sona and I watched Bruno Water and I love it. Seen season two coming next year. I'm excited. <laughs> Why are you nodding with him? Whatever you say, mate. <laughs> right, so what do you want to speak to me, speak to me about? I know, I'm speaking to you off camera. Off camera. Anyway, right. friends, we've come to the end of our podcast. Yeah. Um, we're not doing slap and claps. Now, I want to do something because I'm a woman of principle and a woman of my word. Even though Lyndon has royally upset me, but... What's what new? Did I do? So, what did I do? Friend? You don't can't handle a little bit of banter, you know? I've sort of realised this past couple hands. of days. Please close your hands. This is what I've realised a couple of days. Please close your hands. That's not a kind <laughs> hand gesture. That's not a kind hand gesture. This one that you did hit was definitely not a kind hand That's gesture. That's not no. kind. What you need to do is put, actually put them under the table. We don't want to see them. See what you're saying? Well, I'll get there, sir, in my time. Thanks. As the eldest, I'm just going to take my time. Oh, now you're the eldest. Linton, please don't anger me further today. I just want to say, everybody, I'm not doing stuff and claps, but I'm going to clap Linton. Because oh, yeah. today, in case you, you haven't you're seen... You're such a bad child. You're such yes. a bad child. Yeah, but you know, you still have to reward bad you children. You child. Because God shines... Um, you can call me child. You can't call me child. I'll call everybody child. God shines um, sunshine. Sunshine or mercy on the wicked and the bad. Sunshine, wicked mercy, and the good. rain, everything. <laughs> you're wicked and bad and good. <laughs> Sometimes. Anyway, whatever. In case you haven't seen Lyndon, yeah, and two of his friends are writing a book. And today he dropped a video. Everyone go watch it, please, on his page. Yeah. at lgk music at lgk underscore music yeah say that on the mic again so at lgk underscore music <laughs> <laughs> why am i even doing Sorry, this 
Okay, anyway. Take So when I saw the video, I came onto Instagram. I saw the video, I said, hey, what is Lyndon doing here? You see, he's opening the book, he's sitting. He's looking at the book, he's sitting in the book. He's like, so what's going on? And I looked at the thing, I said, wow, your book is coming out. We've been asking Lyndon to tell us for the longest time when he's getting ready to, to, to put it out. He decided that he wants to make his first announcement on the Instagram. Yeah, cool. so everybody saw. That's fine. That's okay. But, uh, go and support. Um, when it's out. Not, not when yet, it's out. Yeah, not, but just not, get ready. You never know. Yeah, By the time it's really, out, it what might the video, be out. What the video was to do was to put pressure on us on ourselves because we're editing it now, right? So Don't keep your secrets away. Hello. So. Like the bottom know. line is this Lyndon and two of his friends are writing a book they're mm-hmm. writing actually a trilogy it's a book of seven yeah. uh, it's a children's book trilogy seven <laughs> why why did you just let have that one sorry sorry, sorry you can let it slide go ahead go ahead sorry Lyndon is writing a book it's a trilogy Lyndon's writing it's seven book books seven. Everybody, everybody get it nah <laughs> That's what you get. Lyndon's I'm writing so a book excited. with I'm two so of his excited. friends. They're writing seven books. Mm-hmm. Are all seven finished? No. All Just seven. asking. The first one is about to come out. Stay ready. It's about to be finished. It's about to be finished. And we're, we're, super, we're actually really proud of him. For a long time. Um, we've been talking about owning. Hello, everybody focus. <laughs> He said it's not going to come for a long time. Don't say that. We might be promoting something that's coming out in when 2024. <laughs> no, 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 not that long. Next year. Hopefully, I don't oh, know. That's fine. Okay, we're uh, going to regroup. Okay. So basically, we just want you. We want to shout out Lyndon because actually he's a black author and his friends are black authors and black stories matter. We've been talking about black art and owning our art, and Lyndon is just out here really like, striving and doing amazing things. So we're very proud. Mm-hmm. But we also want to say check out his video. Yes. Um, and stay tuned and like and stay share it and yeah get ready Mm. and that's on that period